Hey gang, Fletch here. Before we start this podcast, I just want to let you know, if you don't know already, that I absolutely love to create and curate resources for those who are in ministry and for those who are simply just trying to follow Jesus. Now, in order for you to get those resources, you need to follow me on social media. Specifically, on social media, you can follow me on Instagram at brian.t.fletcher. That's brian.t.fletcher for Instagram. Or go and like the page, The Gospel Changes Everything on Facebook. That's The Gospel Changes Everything on Facebook. I would love to have you follow up with me. The biggest thing you need to do is sign up for my weekly newsletter. Every week, I send out either an inspirational video or a particular resource or a new devotional for the month or just simply something that's going to encourage you in your walk with the Lord. I need you to do me a favor. Go to the website, gospelchange.com, that's gospelchange.com, scroll to the bottom, and on the right bottom part of the of the home page, you'll see a sign-up form. So just plug in your email, hit sign me up, and you'll start receiving those weekly emails. I promise you won't regret it. You're going to get some really great stuff, not just from me, but also from other gospel-centered creators. I really do want to make sure that you receive relevant, applicable, gospel-centered resources that you can use in your own walk with Christ and as you lead others toward Jesus. Hey, and I just want to say thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It means so much to me, and I really hope that you're encouraged in your walk with the Lord through it. Now, let's dig into the next podcast. Welcome to the Gospel Changes Everything podcast, where together we'll explore how Jesus transforms us every day. First Corinthians chapter 12 gives a list of different spiritual gifts. And although there are differing spiritual gifts, they all have the same purpose. So what is the purpose of having spiritual gifts and using them? Verse 7 says this, to each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. And the common good is to build up the church, to encourage one another in faith, and to communicate to a watching world how good and glorious Jesus is. Now, of course, it's always good to see what other passages have to say about the same topics. And in Ephesians 4, Paul is writing about the purpose of spiritual gifts as well. And he says that they are to equip the saints for the work of ministry for building up the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, to the measure and stature of the fullness of Christ. Simply put, your gifts are to be used for ministry. You are created and endowed with unique spiritual gifts to live and minister to other people. This thinking is countercultural. Our culture tends to think that the gifts that they have are to be used in order to further their own purposes in the good of their own life. But it's exactly the opposite for us as believers, as members of the body of Christ. The gifts we've been given are not for ourselves, but they are for other people. Our lives are to be lived in service to other people and for their common good. And of course, all for the glory of God. In one incidence of disunity among Christ followers, James and John, two disciples of Jesus, begin arguing over who will be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. This caused the other ten disciples to become indignant, and so Jesus decides to settle things and says to all of them in Mark 10, 42-45, 
You know that those who are considered rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. But it shall not be so among you, but whoever would be great among you must be your servant, and whoever would be first among you must be a slave of all. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Even Jesus, who was God in the flesh, came to be with us as a servant. Yes, we call him Lord, and he is Lord over us and over all of creation. But the way in which he relates and interacts with us is as a servant. You may have a title at work, and you should be respected for that title. However, the way you relate and engage with your coworkers and subordinates is in serving them. This is true in the church and in the home as well. We may have titles of pastors and parents, but we are not given those in order to enslave people disrespect them or abuse our authority. Rather, we are called to serve them. Each individual spiritual gift works for the purpose of building others up in Christ for the common good. Here are some gifts to think about. Musical gifts enable us to worship in song and praise. Teaching gifts enable us to learn and gain knowledge of the scriptures. Mercy gifts help those who cannot help themselves. Leadership gifts move us together as a body toward our common goal and mission. Administrative gifts work to create structures and systems so programs, people, and ministries are supported and encouraged. Intercessory prayer is a behind-the-scenes ministry that constantly lifts others up by pleading on their behalf before the throne of grace. I would imagine that most people want to make a difference in this life. You want to leave a mark. You want to have an impact on this world. You see the suffering. You see the needs that people have. You see the issues that communities are struggling with, and you want to work for the common good. Utilizing your spiritual gifts is exactly how that will happen. But only when we work together as the body of Christ will it work in the most effective, transforming way. So let's continue to know who God has made us to be, how he has gifted us, and come together and join God in what he is doing in this world for his glory. It is the gospel that enables us to do this through the power of Christ and his spirit living in us. And it is the gospel that not only changes us in our culture, but it's the gospel that changes everything.